I casually mentioned my my girlfriend overheard me mention to a friend. I'm like, I'm thinking about getting a dog. And then the, the race was on after that. It was like <laughs> within two weeks, it was there was a deposit. But um, yeah, it's just I have my kid is like um, lonely in the pandemic, <laughs> like the Roomba is his best friend. And mm-hmm. he literally introduces me to the house plants. He's like, this is daddy. And this is the plant. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Man. So now he's got a little friend. Yeah. <laughs> Just a boy and his pet and his pet robot vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he I lost the charger for a while. Oh no. And then when I found it and it started moving again, he hugged and kissed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. oh, we don't think about the trauma that this year has dealt us all. But um. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't constantly. All right. You know what? You're right. Um, <laughs> I'm just shielded from Some it. That's all we think about. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, cruelty-free and made with no artificial flavors or preservatives. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist rubs every lamp he comes across because you just never know. He's a co-host of 6 O'Clock Dad Rock Talk. It's Corey Berenger. Our second panelist can't quite put her finger on where she knows you from, but she never forgets a face. She's the host of Scene Kids. It's Michelle Petro. And our third panelist is going to take the <laughs> identity of the one who put the bomb in the bomb bomb to his grave. He's a hilarious comic <laughs> and stab show favorite. It's Tyler Kinney. Uh, and I'm your host, Jesse Jones, now available in seven bold new flavors. Welcome to this special quarantine anniversary edition of Stab. Let's meet tonight's panelist, Corey. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm feeling a, a little sleepy, putting yeah. all my cards out there on the table, but sure. I know I'm not nearly as sleepy as I'm sure you are yeah. coming off that 24-hour <laughs> insane marathon uh stupid idea beautiful idea but still a stupid <laughs> idea um that I, I i love that you do it's yeah. great uh, but i'm happy to be here i think this is gonna be fun awesome uh yeah uh, anything anything interesting uh since last uh, you've been around uh, not to I put you on know. the spot i've uh I, I think the the only real new development in my life is i started playing skyrim uh years too late um <laughs> that's been pretty consuming I'm not much of a gamer, um, but uh, when I find something I like, I'll kind of hone in on that for a little while, and then I'll drop it until I bring it back up again. But and right now, I, I'm in the trend with Skyrim, okay. and that's been a delight. I've been enjoying the hell out of that. Right. That's been fun. Nice. Other than that, same old, same old. Well, cool. Uh, just out there dragging it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. cool. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. When they come around, I'm a, I'm 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 in the the, the fallout sort of end of the oh, world. Sure. I like the post. I think that's like next step for me because yeah. I I burned through the uh, Bioshock series in a few weeks, mm. and like they're 
they're kind of all in that same sort of realm of like the neo-futuristic, yeah. retro futuristic, whatever they call that. Um, but I, I do like that aesthetic. Yeah. It's fun. You know, good soundtracks. Yeah. That's, I was about to <laughs> you say, that going you could just wander around in the wasteland just listening to the radio. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> Some great music. Well, thank you, Corey. Uh, good to yeah. see you, as always. Michelle Petro. Jesse Jones. How are you, ma'am? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> hydrated today. Okay. I'll work on that myself. <laughs> so that's, that, that's the high bar is hydrated. That's, that's how your week's been? It's been, I, I, yes, I don't want to brag because <laughs> I shouldn't. Uh, but I got the vaccine nice. on Tuesday. Well done. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. So I assume um, the first, the first of two, you didn't yeah, get the one. The first yeah. dose. And uh, my arm hurt. But that, that was really it so far. So we'll see what the second second punch is like. Yeah. Well, you know, I hear it's usually the second that does get you with the side yeah. effects. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if it does get you at all, it's usually yeah. the second. Yeah. Well, good. So then uh, two weeks away from your next one then, I guess. That's how that works? Just about April 13th Okay. is when it'll be. Oh, that's close to a month. All right. Yeah, Moderna is a month. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I keep up on, on our... <laughs> on our able to walk amongst people again uh sticks and jabs yeah <laughs> end of april nice i'm gonna stand awkwardly close <laughs> to other fully vaccinated people well, yeah. only yeah stick yeah. to that <laughs> and my you know and emma <laughs> anyway yeah well hopefully she'll be getting some because you know what uh, uh people people like emma were uh were unfortunately uh really really touted as very important for a couple weeks <laughs> And uh, uh -huh. now get in the back of the line, <laughs> and we'll get you when we get you. <laughs> yeah. Get back there with the rest of the grocery store employees. Yeah, <laughs> all the other heroes. Yeah, you know, we vet techs. Uh huh. They step in front. Called you a called you essential for a couple weeks until we realized. Then that might mean that you think you're important. So let's uh, let's get you front line, or let's change that so it doesn't sound as important. <laughs> Oh, the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Michelle. Uh, glad you're halfway there. Uh, thanks. And Tyler. Tyler Kenny. Um, you know, besides besides uh, dogs and robot friends, um, <laughs> how else has life been for Tyler Kenny lately? Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I too don't want to brag, but I got the vaccine too. Oh, so. nice! So a little dystopian. There's like the national guard, and like, you know, but well, it feels like the end is in sight. You know. Yeah, that'd be nice. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody gets it, on board. It feels that way, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. in in two weeks when I'm just doing the same shit, like you know, yeah, <laughs> be like well, yeah. Yeah, well, we've got uh, what um, we're down to down to red, red tier, whatever the fuck now, so people can start eating inside again over here. And but red tier doesn't sound great. No, like no. I... red tier still sounds like 
it's an emergency, but we're going <laughs> to let you yeah. get your salad indoors this this week. So we can get back into a worse color. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what's so ridiculous about yeah. it. It's just, uh, you know. That's not what this show is, though. <laughs> no. That's not why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This this uh, this whole thing has somehow. Um, I never I never saw purple as being worse than red, but now it's yeah. turned uh, the color the whole color wheel around on me. It's <laughs> based on bruising. Like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You, I, yeah. I mean that seriously. <laughs> joke. No, I mean, <laughs> in, in that case, uh, you think. You think yellow and green are good, but no, those are really bad. Those are <laughs> really bad, Bruce. <laughs> those are deep tissue. All right. <laughs> and on that bright note. <laughs> All right, we start the actual program the way we always do with segment one, reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Some people are born for sales. Some people can just move anything with the power of their confidence and finely honed verbal wizardry. Why, they could sell something like like unnecessary to somebody who wouldn't even need any of those. I'm no salesman, so I don't know thing one about CCC, DCC, or how to create confidence, create desire, close, and collect. And being mostly mild-mannered comedy types, I assume you're not exactly practitioners of the CCC, DCC either. So why don't you all instead give me who or what else CCC, DCC might stand for or represent to you. Corey, let's hear your CCC, DCC. So in these trying times, I think we could all use a handy new mantra. Something to repeat to ourselves when the going gets tough. So I've crafted something perfectly universal to meet anyone's possible needs. If you're feeling overwhelmed, just remember CCC, DCC, or calm, cool, content. Don't cry, Corey. <laughs> now, you may be tempted to swap out my name for yours, but I must implore you not to. Uh, if you use your name, you will actually cry, and then you'll have wasted 300 non-refundable dollars. <laughs> I've run many tests on this, and it turns out my name is incredibly effective, in addition to just sounding delightful. So take this with you, and be at peace. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, don't cry! Don't do it! <laughs> Stuff those back in there! <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Uh, Michelle, let's hear your CCCDCC. Absolutely. Well, to honor Pisces season, I've decided to let you all in on one of our best kept secrets, the absurdly long acronym of CCCDCC. Cool, calm, centered, detached, cerebral, celestial. Welcome to the defense mechanism of a Pisces. If being cool, calm, and centered under pressure um, or, or when someone asks us to reveal, you know, personal details, both of which as we, we view as the same thing, uh, we begin to detach from reality and dive inward into our fantasy world. If a Pisces finds the detachment isn't strong enough, they will fully immerse, them, immerse themselves in the cerebral, conducting conversations and scenarios that may have happened, um, that may have happened, 
They plan and take trips that aren't even possible. They feel their cerebral state is a cavern at a depth that no one can submerge to. If and only if this catatonic state, which you do not notice that it is catatonic. No, you will only see the Pisces nod and ask poignant questions about your life and your feelings. If this catatonic state is interrupted, a Pisces will go into full celestial. You will see their mind shoot up from the depths of their cerebral through their crown chakra and into space. <laughs> they will glow their aura color, usually blue or gold. And if you do not give them something soft and fuzzy to touch or change the subject to anything besides themselves, uh, you know, and ask if they're okay, the Pisces will explode. So please remember CCCDCC if you want to save life. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Uh, help that Pisces in your life. <laughs> Keep an eye on them. Maybe you see something shooting out their crown chakra. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hadn't thought about it, but let's see if we're gonna we're gonna hit the hat trick of cool and yeah. calm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, let's hear your CCC DCC. <laughs> I won't let you down. Uh, <laughs> so C C C D C C is um, it's shorthand for when you see an elementary school kid that just has it all figured out. It's it's a kid with nothing to prove to anyone, a nine year old that makes you wonder where you went wrong, like how are you almost forty and riddled with anxieties and regrets and too self conscious to sign up for online therapy. And then there's this kid just sipping a beer, completely comfortable in his own skin. Just a cool, confident child drinking a can of Coors. <laughs> it's it's that, that third grader that's just kicking it on his Razor scooter, smoking cigarettes he wasn't even carded for. And not that he looks old, because this is definitely a child, but he exudes the kind of confidence that would convince a gas station clerk that he'd better just sell this kid some booze and cigarettes because you don't say no to a CCCDCC. But damn, if you just had half his swag, maybe he'd mentor you. Just hanging out with him would boost your self-esteem. Maybe just get a sixer of Coors, crack one next to him and say something like, oh, I see you like the Colorado Kool-Aid too. Nice. You fucking nerd. You can't drink your own antibiotics. Just admire the CCCDCC from afar, but don't admire him too much. That's probably illegal. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that sounded about right. <laughs> that was reorganization. So many C's and one D. Um, yeah. On to segment two: bulletin boards. Bulletin boards. Because some, because someone can't always be hanging around to tell people in a place about a thing. A bulletin board holds all the passive knowledge and wisdom and suggestions of a particular place with only a sheet of cork and a set of various mismatched thumbtacks and pushpins. Bulletin boards. Lots of places have them, and they work the same no matter where you find them. So please, each of you have uh, given me three things that you might find on a bulletin board. Hang in there. Hung <laughs> in an action movie Henchman job placement office. 
Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so one apiece. We'll go around the horn three times. Uh, Corey, what's your first piece on the bulletin board of an action movie henchman job placement office? <laughs> so this is a, uh, a reminder to please clearly label any food you put in the mini fridge with something other than henchmen, because that's literally all our job titles. <laughs> yeah. At least color-coded or something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Michelle, your first bulletin board item in the movie henchman placement office. Attention. Lost or stolen leather jacket. Hi, my name is Jack, and I've been missing my exclusive members-only leather jacket since the last Jabroni's Anonymous meeting. Imagine, oh, image below. But it's spelled imagine. It's not. Image below. Please contact me ASAP if found. No questions asked. We don't need a rat. And I won't get physical if it's returned in person. Please help. But there's no contact information. <laughs> You'll find him. Or he'll find yeah. you. Uh, all right, Tyler. Item one on the bulletin board of the movie Henchman Job Placement Office. Just an advertisement for a chiropractor specializing in something called repetitive choke strain. <laughs> People. Or just chop shoulder. <laughs> Corey, item two on said bulletin board. Help wanted. It's for me. I need help. The boss left me in the volcano again. Long story. I'm sure he didn't mean to. Anyway, I hope this message finds you before I die. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Somebody would have had to have posted that form. I don't know. <laughs> I'm picturing it. It had something to do with a carrier pigeon. Okay. He got it out of there somehow. <laughs> uh, Michelle, your second item. Hey, y'all. Don't forget, every week the local henchman union 868 meets at Jerry's Gun Range for Shoot 'em Up Sunday. Every member with up to date dues is welcome to attend. First round of firearms is on the boss. Bring your own posters to shoot at, too. Anything goes. Daredevil, Chris Evans, Tom Cruise. Any no-good vigilante will do. We'll see you there, or we'll see you in the boiler room. <laughs> and don't worry about your poster. They all leave without a scratch after everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, your second item on the Henchman Bulletin Board. In that same theme, it's a, a flyer for a terrible machine gun aim support group. Nice. <laughs> nice. Terrible machine gun aim support. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Those things just spray, no matter how how still you stand. Uh, Corey, your final bulletin board item. This is a motivational poster that says, hang in there, baby. But instead of a kitten on a branch, it's a henchman on the side of a moving train. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, your third and final action movie henchman job placement office billboard item. All right. It's a wanted, um, a want ad. Mm. Wanted henchman mentor. Looking for a henchman to take me under their buff wing and to show me the ropes of the criminal underworld. I promise I'm no snitch. In fact, I come from a long line of respectable henchmen. 
Unfortunately, all of them are either in jail or were killed by explosions. I'm a natural, I swear. I'm big, I'm buff, and I shave my head every other day to keep it baby butt smooth. I have almost all the makings of a supreme henchman in looks only. That's where you come in. I'm ready to learn all there is to know about guarding the door at our warehouse, holding a gun, hand-to-head combat, putting body armor on in under a minute, and lying to my mom about what I do for work. Serious inquiries only. You will be vetted by my mom. Call me at 718-555-6797. Ask for Ronnie. If they give you any grief, tell them Vinny sent you. (laughs) He's got all the raw materials. He just needs to be shaped. (laughs) Godspeed, Ronnie. Uh, And Tyler, the final message on the billboard of the henchman, you know. I'm going to be thinking of the phrase buff wing for a while. (laughs) I'm going to start a band called Buff Wing. It's a a bunch of bodybuilders that play Paul McCartney and Wings songs. (laughs) Yeah, in the bus. Yes. Uh, Where are we? um, Cleared my mind. Um, I think on the... Billboard bulletin boards, you'd find a um, a, a sign up sheet for a, an acting clinic called "How to Laugh at Your Boss's Sadistic <laughs> Laugh at Your Boss's Sadistic Puns." Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big part of the job. You got to sound convincing. Uh, <laughs> and that was bulletin boards. Already into segment three. Oh, my favorite new one. It's recipes. <clears throat> Our experiences, our environment, all of the circumstances that have shaped us over our years are all the ingredients that go into what makes us, us. And of course, we know that sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of. Snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of. But let's dig a little deeper and see if you can give me the recipe for what makes up these other various stuffs and things. Corey Berenger, let's hear your recipe for a young adult novel series. So you're going to want to start with a layer of a simple setting. If it's your first time making this, I would recommend a boarding school with some supernatural element. (laughs) One protagonist between the ages of 13 and 17, preferably an outcast with an unlikely destiny, perhaps involving an ancient prophecy or a secret birthright. What's most important is that they are special because your readers are not and they need a proxy. Add a sprinkle of erotic yearning, but nothing based on actual experience. This needs to read like the author has never had sex with another person. So it really helps if you haven't. Finish with a villain that's creepy, but somehow still hot. And I'd also suggest you make them emotionally disturbed so as to leave the door open for possible casting in the film adaptation for Helena Bonham Carter. (laughs) You gotta leave that that door open. Door open. (laughs) She needs work, is what I'm saying. She needs work. Just somebody a little off, a little creepy, but still a little hot. You gotta (laughs) gotta leave that in there. Definitely not. All right, Corey Berenger's recipe for a young adult novel series. Michelle Petro, let's hear your recipe for someone who keeps a wrapped present in their trunk just in case. Right. Well, I have a super simple cocktail recipe for 
for this, it's just a few ingredients. We need to take one adult who has good intentions, their life together, and the money to prove it. Uh, one sedan, any will do, preferably with a larger trunk that isn't part window. A small organized trunk is fine. You will need, um, for this next part, you need tissue paper and small gift bags to taste. Holidays, the non-dominational, denominational, it's up to you. Um, you want to mix it up, explore what works for you. Um, Store-bought is fine. You want to finish by stuffing bags, stuffing the bags with candles, makeup samples, journals, scarves, or any other small gift of your choosing, uh, wrapped in tissue paper. Shake it up in the back of your car as you're driving to a brunch and uh, enjoy pretty much any, uh, any, any reason to celebrate. All right. Yeah. It's always nice to have something just in case. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> People want to feel special, yeah. Jesse. Special occasion you forgot, maybe. Oh, well, well, this is here. I didn't have time to put a tag on it, but here you go. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> the recipe for someone who keeps a wrap present in their trunk, you know, just in case. And barreling through, Tyler, let's hear your recipe for the perfect thrift store. Ingredients. One fistful of mothballs, two boxes of faded fanny packs, half box of chipped tchotchkes, one aisle of shit-smeared toddler toys, and the wardrobe of an entire generation of a family that died unceremoniously. Combine the dry ingredients in a vacant storefront in an industrial part of town. Stir with a warped hockey stick. When thoroughly blended, whisk briskly, adding sadness slowly until it forms stiff peaks. Staff with recently released sex criminals to taste. Serve piping hot on half a George Foreman grill. <laughs> Do it. There it is. <laughs> oh. I mean, everybody's definitions of perfect varies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was recipes. Oh, and this is going to be a deceptively quick show. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. Some people's commutes are shorter than others. Uh, <laughs> segment four. We haven't had vows in a while, so I thought we'd roll out some vows to an asshole. Congrats, everybody. You finally found that perfect someone or something, and you're, tr <laughs> and you're tying the knot. There it is. All legal and holy. Unfortunately, you're going to be marrying some kind of serious assholes. So... Let's hear your vows to these unlovable things. Corey Berenger, let's hear your vows to AM road work in your neighborhood. Look at us. <laughs> can't believe we're here. Mostly, I can't believe you're here still. When I first met you, the flashing sign said you'd only be under construction for the weekend. That was a month ago. And baby, you still got it. Every morning, I wake up to your sweet melodies the jackhammers, the men yelling, and of course, the piercing beeps of a tractor backing up. Your song follows me out of bed as I get ready for the day, and even into my car as I get closer and closer to you. Slowly, of course, 
what feels like inches at a time and the long stretch of cars just waiting to see you. We're all going to be late for work, but because of you, we're late together. You did this, you magnificent inconvenience. I love you. <laughs> uh, we're all looking for that special someone that will someday look at us and and call us their magnificent inconvenience. <laughs> 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 someday. Someday. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Your vows to AM Roadwork in your neighborhood. Michelle Petro. Oh, this is yeah, this is a this is a popular bow. Let's hear your vows to daylight savings time. Day. <laughs> you came into my life when the season was changing. <laughs> I was at a crossroads. It was time for something, anything to change in my life. I didn't ask to lose an hour, but I know now that it was exactly what my heart and soul needed. That is why daylight as sick time, I vowed to be with you 365 days a year in sickness and in health. No. I will not fall back into old habits or lose the, the open, honest, and loving communication we have together. Instead, I will wake up before the sun and work every day to make this marriage number one in my life. I vow to defend you to literally everyone who's been in your presence. I'm your champion. And you are my reason for enjoying another hour of sunlight. I'm re- I am ready to spring forward with you by my side for the rest of my life. You know I'm holding on to you for as long as you'll have me. Now, mom, family, cover your ears. Cover the little ones. Everyone cover your ears if you don't want to hear this. Let's fuck Arizona on our honeymoon. <laughs> I love you, babe. We did it. <laughs> That's it. Wow, that was spicy. <laughs> spicy at the end. <laughs> Arizona is going to get it. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Vows to daylight savings time. Uh, and I don't know, um, this may or may not be an asshole to some, uh, maybe some haven't experienced their touch, but Tyler, <laughs> let's hear your vows to dollar store garbage bags. As I stand here today, looking at you while looking through you, I can clearly see the DJ setting up behind you, but here today in front of my family and your sturdier name brand relatives. Dollar store trash bags, I'm ready to dedicate my life to you. I promise to cherish you and to hold you. Desperately hold you as I sprint through the kitchen to get to the trash cans before you predictably tear and spill out your contents all over my fucking legs and feet. Through sickness and health, I will stand by you, covered in yogurt water and coffee grinds. I want to grow old with you, filling you with cat litter despite knowing better laughing together as you tear just from the strain of being pulled from your fucking box. You accept me for all my gifts and faults, 
and I accept you for your price point and complete uselessness. We, we complement each other, you with your deceiving graphic design, your appearance of strength, when we both know you're made out of recycled Halloween decorations. And me, I look like a big softy, but I punched a hole in the wall when you split, sending dog vomit and dirty paper towels cascading down my staircase. We truly deserve each other. Dollar store garbage bags, you may not get the job done, but you cost the dollar and look like a trash bag. And that is something not everyone can claim. I can't wait to start my life with you. Now let's kiss. I'll be gentle because I know even a kiss will threaten your structure, you flimsy bitch. You're a dollar and look like a trash bag. Not everyone can say that. <laughs> True words. <laughs> oh, oh, God damn it. Well, that brings us already to segment five. Oh, I get to go home soon. Uh, <laughs> segment five, location, location, location. Let's say you have unlocked the secrets of the CCCDCC after all, and you know the way of how to create confidence, create desire, close and collect. With that power... You could drop any business in any location and be able to make it work, which is good because in location, 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 you've all started businesses in less than ideal locations, and your task is to sell us on why we should patronize your establishments anyway. So sell, sell, sell! Corey Berenger. Pretty straightforward. You run a wax museum in hell. Nice to meet you, and welcome to hell. My name's Titty Lovin' Tony, but for short, all of you as damn souls can just call me Titty. You're looking at the brand new proprietor of the world's most infernal wax museum. And we got it all, folks. Famous murderers, corrupt politicians, and of course, my area of expertise, wax titties of all varieties. We got them fucking. We got them melty. We've even got them falling off the boat. Mostly the last two. But you don't hear me complaining. It was either this or be Rush Limbaugh's personal assistant. And between you and me, his tits? Fake. Hey, look, I like fake tits. But they just don't melt the same. Anyway, I digress. Now step right up and get your waxy rocks off. God damn it. Uh, it's the... Uh... <laughs> It's the uh, it's the the shared character of the JCU. It's the yeah. the, the Jacqueline Corey universe. It's Titty Love and Tony. Titty Love and Tony. I believe that's his third appearance on the show. I believe so. Oh, Patrick. Yeah, and it's it's the beauty of it is it's a it's a character that they can both use anytime they need. Yep. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Just like I don't know what else to do with this. Let's let Teddy, Teddy Love and Tony do it. <laughs> In case of emergency, break yes. break glass. Break glass. He is a sometimes snack. He will not be used on every episode we're on. <laughs> he is in the reserve. Yeah. <laughs> when when you just throw up your hands. <laughs> you can look over to Titty Love and Tony and know he'll save the day. Uh, 
Well, thank you, Corey. Um, thank you. Where can folk enjoy Corey Berenger outside of this very specific episode of The Stab Show? Yeah, well, uh, as you mentioned at the top of the show, I co-host a pretty fun show also on the, the Stab comedy uh, Twitch channel yep. and through all your avenues at 6 o'clock Dad Rock Talk. That's every Thursday uh, leading into The Stab Show. Uh, Court Hansen and I talk about various dad rock stuff uh next week we're going to be talking about the doors hmm. with um uh brian levy or levy probably levy i don't know the gentleman uh okay. but uh, we have a guest to come on and talk about the doors so nice. that's going to be fun um and then other than that yeah i'm on instagram and twitter at hunky cory uh for both of those and that's that's pretty much it well awesome always fun to have you always a pleasure yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Michelle, let's hear uh, your business. You operate an artisanal cheese stand at a weekend farmer's market in Lactose Intoleranceville. Indeed I do. Well, it's Saturday again. And what better to spend... 48 hours of uninterrupted work days than to enjoy your delicious delight that is also going to bite. <laughs> what I mean is I've got cheese to sell and you've got not the best intolerance to it. Tolerance to it, excuse me. Um, so I wanted to let you know that, you know, it doesn't matter if you can't totally digest it. I, I still think I make great cheese. Um, and, it, well, I don't, I mean, I make it, but you know who really makes my cheese? My cows. So I brought them with me. I've got Darlene, Darcy, Diane, Denise, uh, Daisy in the back. Yeah. These are my cows. These are who I milk. These are, this is where the milk comes from. And if you can't tolerate that, then maybe you don't deserve my cheese. But if you want to try some, some of the freshest, tastiest, cow's milk cheese then come on down to diane's unstoppable unforgettable pant busting cheese tacular stall um listen first blocks on me <laughs> thank you michelle oh very few things uh can be uh positively called pants busting <laughs> but you know what i think i'm gonna take your word uh michelle thank you so much um where among the many things uh many places uh can people enjoy michelle petro uh out in the world yeah you can enjoy me doing uh improvised things like i just did because guess what jesse i didn't write anything for that i don't know if you could tell what? that was made up on the spot um i wish i was lying. 
Okay, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I do improvise things. I I run a show on the second Saturday of every month here at Stab um, Stab TV called Scene Kids, uh, which is super fun. You should check it out. Um, and you know, if you want to be my friend on the internet, you can try to get a hold of me at Michelle Michelle all the time. Three E's. Um, <laughs> I won't tell you where they go, Figure but that there, there's three, three consecutive E's in my handle. Um, just keep guessing. Yeah, just keep, keep, <laughs> keep diving in and guessing until, until, until it sticks. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm actually very excited. Next Friday, I'm going to do a show at the Comedy Spot mm-hmm. at called Karaoke Song Wheel. Yeah. I'm going to make up improvised songs you give me the idea and i spin a wheel to see what genre and then i'm gonna sing you a, a fun little ditty cool. so that's very exciting nice well cool yeah. next friday you say yeah the 26th nice. um and scene kids our next one is april 10th yes. which i'm very excited about. awesome well plenty of ways to catch michelle thank you as always michelle Thank you, Jesse. And Tyler, I know this is a dumb question, but <laughs> has has anything changed in the way to uh, see more Tyler outside of the show? No, not really. <laughs> yeah. You can try and Google me. Um, <laughs> track me down. That's all right. Well, we I'm know. building a stage in my backyard. It's my new thing. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, post COVID, I'm like, let's do shows back here. Yeah. Might as well. So if you're in Louisville, Kentucky, come by. <laughs> <laughs> Try and Google him. You see if you can find his stage. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tyler. Well, then let's wrap up this episode. Uh, you, ah, yes. <clears throat> you sell empathy out of the trunk of your car in a neighborhood inhabited entirely by CEOs. Step right up. Get some empathy. Fresh squeezed empathy. Sourced from the honest, hardworking people of a small village in Tibet or some shit. Slurp it up. Drink it down. Empathy shots all around. Get back that zesty feeling that other people actually matter. Convince your wife the money hasn't totally blackened your heart. Convince your mistress that you are capable of loving your secret child. Convince your employees that you understand it when they take the whole day off for a funeral, when it only takes like an hour to bury a body. Get your empathy here. Get it while it's potent. Freshly drained from the soulful people of a nation you can't find on a map. From your home life to the office, empathy is just the stuff you need to trick people into surrendering their time and or money to you. It's the last hurdle standing between you and that third boat. A little bit of boo-hoo, I know it's so hard, right? And poor fools will think you're just like them. They'll view your wealth as aspirational instead of sociopathic. They'll see your escape the dying earth rocket pod and believe it's within their reach. Get your fresh squeezed empathy efficiently milked from the pineal glands of free range Buddhist monks. Buy a case and I'll throw in some compassion at no charge. You'll be crying at commercials before you can say no health insurance for my part time employees. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. Step right up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Step right up. <laughs> Tyler Kenny selling empathy from the trunk of your car. CEOs, blah, 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 blah. That's the show. 
Um, oh, wait, it's down here. <laughs> and that was Stab. Thank you all for joining us tonight, and especially thanks to tonight's fantastic panel, Corey Berenger, Michelle Petro, and Tyler Kenny. Now, if you like what you heard, odds are pretty good that you did, you'll probably also enjoy some of the other 258 other episodes of The Stab Show. Available on your podcast outlet of choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. And if you'd like to catch these episodes live, all you got to do is tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV, Thursday nights at 8 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook Live. That's all for tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and here's to hoping this will be the only quarantine anniversary we'll ever have to celebrate. Good night, everybody.